Good morning and welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRNAM for Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. And our top story today, feeling fearless after age 50. Joining me now to discuss this and a lot more is Lisa Niver. She's a travel expert. She's also the author of the new book, Bravish, One Breakup, Six Continents, and Feeling Fearless after 50. Lisa, it's great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Well, we are honored to have you. And, and um, you know, I think you just came out with a new book. And I really want to talk about this because it hit home for me and I think our audience, because as I mentioned in the green room, we've been doing a lot of shows on divorce. Uh, divorce uh-huh. as, a, as a gray divorce, how divorce affects adult children. And I think you have a great story because you took something that may be very difficult and you, you leverage it into something very positive. So let's, let's talk a little about your story and, and I'm just going to call the story bravish. I mean, it's real. It, it really is. I mean, it's an amazing story. Such it, a good title. There you go. And hence, hence the book, but Lisa, um, tell us a little bit about your, I know, and this may be hard, but, but you had gone through, we're going through a divorce, gone through a divorce. How did you get focused on, travel what what made you want to get into travel traveling the country the country traveling the globe thank you so yes it's true my book is called brave-ish and there has been a lot of discussion about bravery and and what does it mean to be brave and one thing that happened for me when i left my marriage was people kept telling me that i was so brave and i felt anything but brave i felt like a disaster And I actually looked the word brave up in the dictionary about a dozen times trying to reconcile that people kept thinking I was brave. And the thing that I've come to realize is when we're afraid, sometimes fear is very important and we have to really think about it. But for me, I had to move forward anyway and get divorced. That was what was necessary for my safety and for me. And a lot of people struggle with all kinds of decision-making, whether they're going to leave their job, leave their spouse, find the right care for their child. And and we all need to find ways to be more brave. And so I, it's it's been an incredible journey. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, look, I think people, fear is something that we all deal with. We all have anxiety for a lot of different reasons. I mean, I wake up and, and I'll just admit this. I wake up very fearful how am I going to continue to grow the the network? How am I continue to to invest in something I'm passionate about? You did the same thing, so I would define it as as brave. Have you always been interested in in travel and going and seeing new and exciting places? Yes, that is such an important passion for me. So when I was growing up, we were mostly we went skiing on vacation. We would say that my dad would rather ski than breathe. And we always were skiing, but he's a dentist. And once we actually went on a trip, he was studying on this cruise. There were lectures when we were at sea. And then during the day, we went amazing places. It was the first time I was in Israel. And right now, you know, you said you wake up every day in fear. Right now, I'm just praying for the hostages every day. I, 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 
but but for travel, I um, it was the first time I was in Israel, and I I put my own note in the Western Wall. I, we went to Egypt. I saw the pyramids, and up until that time, I had honestly in school not been a very good student of history. I found it very dry. But it was literally like I was walking in my history books. You know, I met people, they spoke different languages, they eat different food, but they really wanted to connect with me. And I think from that very young age, I realized I wanted to meet more people and I wanted to go more places. And I have done that. <laughs> and, and and what's it like? Um, a lot of people, and myself included, I think it's hard to travel alone. I think it's hard to step out um, and go somewhere that you've never been before, you know, no one. Um, but is that, is that part of, is that cons- for you? I mean, that's a big step, but is that considered almost like therapy, uh, in a way you, you were part of a partnership, a marriage, you did get divorced and stepping out on your own is like stepping into your own, your own skin again. It's true. It is interesting. Someone had told me once when I was getting divorced that you cannot do new things in an old way. And they recommended, you know, I I tried all different kinds of exercise classes and I live in Los Angeles. So there's lots of different kinds of therapy here. So I tried all of them. Um, But going new places, it's really interesting. I think one of the things about traveling in a new location is in some ways you can try out a new self. You know, like people don't know who you are and you have to think who, who am I in this new place? And I love to go to new places. But in fact, you know, some people don't like to go back places. I like to also go back. You know, there's certain places around the world I've been many, many times. And and so you try to be, you said you kind of adopt a different, maybe um, these are my words, not yours, but almost like a different persona. Did you ever try like the secret agent persona? Like you were going to <laughs> Vietnam or Africa and said, I'm going to pretend to be, a, you know, say, I'm just kidding. But I mean, in, in all seriousness, I, part of your journey and all of our journey is identifying. I, I think it's, yeah, I'm in my 50s. And so my life has been a journey like yours. And you get nicked up along the way. And you maybe some, some way, shape or form, forget who you are, especially if you're, if you're, if who you were was your association with another person. I think that's a really good point is we've seen this a lot over you know the early part of the pandemic that you know everyone was using the, the word pivot every sentence you know we got to pivot you know and now we're on zoom we're not in the office and it, i think like you said if you're lucky enough to live and make it to your 50s you're nicked up and a lot of people have either changed jobs or changed relationships or gone through something there's you know all of us carry different small and big traumas and one thing that can happen is our life can get smaller and smaller. And definitely when I was in my recollection, crying nonstop every day after my divorce. In fact, when I was writing the book, it became clear that while I was upset and there was crying, I never stopped working and trying to figure out what did I want to do and who did I want to be and, and grow my world. And it is it is hard to keep going, but I do think that when we try new things and we go to new places and we meet new people, it helps us take back parts of ourselves and and find the things that make us excited. You know, when I came back from my, um, I had been traveling with my spouse and when I came back to California, I tried a lot of new things. I joined a salsa dance team. I had never been a dancer really. I mean, I loved dance, but I had never studied so much and 
I went back to art class and I, I, I went back, it was very important to me. I was going to Shabbat at my temple every Friday. That was a real place of grounding and, and serenity and very important for me to have that community. Well, Lisa, I need to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about Bravish and maybe just get some tips from Lisa, how you can step out if you need to, to go travel the globe. You're going to want to stay tuned right here. DRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses. I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Well, Lisa, thanks so much for staying with us. Really appreciate you hanging around for segment number two this morning. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here talking about my book, Bravish. Uh, I, let's, let's continue talking about this. And, and I want to kind of bring in some ideas, concepts, people that are um, maybe kind of we're in the same position that you were in. Maybe they're making a life change. Maybe they're getting out of a relationship. Maybe they're getting out of a relationship with a current job. Then they're trying to consider something else to do. Let's give some tips about how you were. And, and you said you had some emotional ups and downs, maybe more downs than ups initially. How do you, how do you find the internal fortitude, the metal to, to overcome uh, that anxiety? Yes, it is really hard for most people to change gears and and continue. So one of the things that I think is really important is to find someone trusted to be on your team, whether that's, you know, an old friend, a roommate, a therapist. We all need someone to talk to. And I, that really made a difference for me. I really think we have to take care of our mental health. But one of the things that people always say to me is, oh, you know, you lived on a cruise ship. Of course, you've been far away. So one of my tips is to start small. You know, people say to me, I want to have a website. And they're like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy a logo and I'm going to get a designer. I'm like, you know what? Don't do any of that. Just start very small. Write one article. Post it somewhere. See if you even like writing. And the same thing about traveling. You know, if you take your if you get in your car and commute and every day you drive the exact same streets, Go on a different street. That's your small step. 
drive home on a new street because you might find like, wow, I had no idea three blocks from me is this restaurant that's Vietnamese. I've always wanted to try Vietnamese food. And then maybe you'll decide I'm going to take a cooking class and maybe you'll learn a few words and then maybe you're going to go on a trip. But I, I'm always fascinated. People are like, oh, I've never been anywhere. I'm going to go away for a month to another continent. No. Take your car, take a bus, go on the train one hour from home. Go somewhere nearby for one or two nights and be like, oh, I forgot to pack toothbrush. Like, you know, there's a lot of pieces happening when you're traveling. You need, once I was traveling and my luggage got lost, I didn't have my contacts. And that made me realize my contacts should always be in my backpack, not in my luggage that got lost. So we, we have to practice. We're all getting better. But my tips are start small. Try a new restaurant go to a cooking class, go somewhere that's an hour from home. And and, and Lisa, let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, booking travel because, you know, even if, even if you're starting small, you got to start somewhere in terms of booking travel. Yes, you can drive a little harder to drive across, across the, the ocean, but Hey, it is possible. Yeah. I guess you can go on, on a, a shipping boat a, or, a or something like that. Right. I mean, a, a, a giant ferry, but Lisa, um, Today's uh, travel environment, you know, there's there even post COVID, travel is not the same as it once was. There are challenges with finding airlines and getting to the airport and going to the hotels. How about how do you do that and do it effectively and make sure that you get from point A to point B? Yes, there are a lot of challenges, and I would like to admit that I am excellent in general at logistics and booking flights and getting to the airport on time, but I have, in fact, booked my flights the wrong way. So one of my tips is that I always book flights one direction. I don't book round trip anymore, and one of the reasons is because a lot of lift, like a lot of the airline carrying is shifting. And what can happen if the airline changes the flight? I had this happen to me actually when I was going to Italy to visit a friend, they changed my return flight. And it was so discombobulated. The only choice was to start over. And fortunately, my outbound and my return flight were separate. They weren't even on the same airline. So when that fell apart, I didn't lose my flight over, which I really liked. So I, I recommend booking one way. If you're booking the whole family, Sometimes it's much easier to book round trip. Years ago, round trips were cheaper. It's not true anymore. So I use a service like booking.com. They also have flights now. Another favorite of mine is Kiwi. So K-I-W-I.com. So I look and I see who has the best flight. Can I go direct? What is the price? And then I usually go direct to the airline to book. And, and Lisa, this is, this is not a personal question, but this is more of a technical question. Do you buy travel insurance? I mean, that was a big thing during the pandemic. Uh, I feel like that really ticked up. Does that, is that something that crosses your, is that, a, 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 you know, that radio button, do you select that when you, when you hit checkout on your, uh, your ticket? So I carry a lot of insurance actually. So I have year long insurance through the dive agency. I'm a scuba diver. So through Dan, which divers action network, I have the highest level of dive accident insurance, but I also carry a separate plan, which is annual travel insurance that covers all my trips. And I have the highest level of that as well, because working on a cruise ship, being in the travel industry during 9-11, pandemic times, we, we don't know what's going to happen. And it is impossible after the fact to manage that. So yes, 
if you don't have an annual plan of insurance, um, it is a very good idea to consider taking the travel insurance. One caveat about insurance, especially for my cruising friends, um, but or any major booking that you're doing, is to have the travel insurance separate from the company. Because if the company goes bankrupt and your travel insurance is with them, that will make it very challenging for you. And I know there's there's insurance marketplaces, which is maybe one a topic you've covered before, but you can look around because different insurance carriers may, the travel insurance is generally based on how expensive is your trip. I think what you're referring to is the, comes up in the actual buying the booking of the airline ticket, there's insurance. But I am a, a fan of insurance because when things go wrong, you want someone to help you manage all the costs. And if you need to be airlifted home, it's very expensive. And, and Lisa, to last question, I promise I'll let you go. Uh, but uh, what about, uh, you know, the travel agent? Uh, that used to be, you know, it used to be very passe with Expedia.com. You mentioned Booking.com and other services. A lot of people self-serve, but I've heard horror stories. The travel agent's making a bit of a comeback, especially in niche travel where, you know, you go to Africa or you go to some area that someone's got a lot of expertise. And you said, picking up that phone, getting someone to help you out with logistics, that's a big positive. It's a huge positive. I've worked as a travel agent before. And it, the thing that is true is you cannot VIP yourself. So a travel agent can maybe, sometimes people say it's a similar fare. It might be similar, but they may be able to get you an automatic upgrade, free breakfast. And as you mentioned, when things go wrong, it's really nice to have someone else be able to help you put your trip or your flight back together. So there, there are ways to travel either with a group or with an agent and get some special VIP treatment. Yeah, absolutely. It's something people certainly should consider, I think, if you're going to go abroad, especially to a place you don't know. Lisa, we're going to have to leave it there. Great book, great story. Thanks for joining us and thanks for sharing some of your tips. Great to talk to you. We'll look forward to having you back on the program again very soon. Thank you so much. And that wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, someone you think we should talk to, well, hey, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news in lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more in all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content? Well, then visit our website. We're back again tomorrow with another great edition of BRN AM. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe. Keep on saving. And don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device.